Hi, this is Varun Haran. I'm senior editor with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure today of speaking with Raghu Raghuram, who's CEO of Products and Cloud Services at VMware. And we are going to be talking about the most important security challenges with cloud and virtualization today. And Raghu is going to be sharing some insights from his experience on how to deal with these issues. He'll also share some predictions for the coming year and what to prepare for. Hi, Raghu. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Raghu, just to set some context around this, uh, cloud has been around for a while. It is at a certain level of maturity now. There's a lot of adoption happening. What are some of the challenges that have emerged over the years and where does the industry stand now as far as security is concerned? Yeah, so as you say, cloud as an architectural concept as well as a business model and a platform offering is coming into its maturity. What is interesting is we see increasingly customers adopting multiple clouds and deploying applications on different clouds for different reasons, starting with, of course, the private cloud, then uh, multiple public clouds. In fact, I think there was a Forrester survey that said three-fourths of our customers are using three clouds or more, and that number is only going to increase. So the top-level takeaway is we are living in an increasingly multi-cloud world, whether private or multiple public clouds. The second trend, of course, we are seeing is a refactoring of applications into components and microservices. So as a result, uh, traffic in between application components is as much or greater than the traffic from the device into the application. So in networking terms, we call this traffic as east-west traffic, as opposed to the north-south traffic that goes in and out of uh, from the device into the data center or from the device into the cloud. So securing and protecting east-west traffic is a, a significant challenge. Thirdly, as customers use multiple clouds, compliance and governance are rising again to the top as significant challenges. And again, given the nature of the applications in the cloud, it's such a dynamic environment. Manual enforcement of anything related to security or compliance is an impossible task. So increasingly what we see is programmatic application of security principles and policies and policy-based enforcement, enforcement of governance and so forth. So this is the landscape that we see Okay. So, Raghu, we hear this term very frequently now. On occasion, I've heard multi-cloud coming up in conversations again and again. So, how is multi-cloud different from the commonly known flavors of the cloud, public cloud, private cloud, what have you? And what are some of the nuances when it comes to the security challenges? Multi-cloud is, in effect, a superset. Like I said earlier, Many customers tend to start out partially by turning their existing data centers into operate like private clouds. And then they also tend to start out using a public cloud. And either because they're acquiring a company or because an application team finds a second public cloud services more suited to what they want to do, pretty soon they start to use multiple clouds. And now the challenge you have if you're an IT operations team or a security operations team or the CISO office is how do you ensure that uh, all these application teams that are using these various clouds are not leaving uh, exposures that would adversely affect them from a security perspective? That's problem number one. The problem number two is um, because in a DevOps world, which uh, what happens in the cloud where application teams are directly accessing resources, very often you do not have control over which cloud resources are used by application teams. And from a security point of view, not all of these cloud resources are equal. So that is the second problem. The third problem is, of course, ensuring the need for compliance and governance industry regulations not go away just because the application moves to the cloud. 
And like I said earlier, the nature of networking traffic is dramatically different than in a traditional data center. So protecting east-west traffic is also becomes very critical in this world. Okay. You mentioned uh, securing east-west traffic in the cloud, in the network environment. So what are some of the challenges around that and what pain points do you see organizations face when they try to address this issue? Yeah. So if you think about how we restrict and control traffic, the common technology that we use is firewalls, right, and access control policy that are built into force of the physical fabric layer. And that mechanism works great when all the traffic that you're worried about is flowing from outside the data center into the data center or from outside the cloud to your cloud environment. But the nature of application traffic these days is each application is broken up into many parts, sometimes tens or hundreds of components. And when, for example, an end user device or you as a user do a transaction, for example, on an application, very often the transaction traffic is traversing multiple different components of the application, one where you are verified, another where the transaction executes, a third where the database lives, and so on and so forth. So we call this east-west traffic. And if you were to use the same techniques that you use for controlling north-south traffic and apply it to east-west traffic, then there'll be a massive explosion in the size of the number of firewalls we need. There'll be a massive explosion in the complexity of the routing that has to happen because if you have two applications, components sitting in two virtual machines or two containers side by side on the same physical server, and if you want to control the traffic between them, you, if you had to do it in a conventional way, you will have to take the traffic out of the physical server all the way to the firewall that's sitting in the corner of the data center or the cloud and then bring it back. Technically, this is called harpening, and as you can imagine, it's going to be highly inefficient when you have thousands of these application components. So what is needed is a new approach, and the new approach is called micro-segmentation. In micro-segmentation, what we are able to do is just surround each application or each VM or each component of an application with a set of network access rules and traffic rules that are enforced at that virtual machine itself instead of being enforced at a central point. This distributed mechanism of execution allows for much more scalability and much better enforcement of east-west traffic. Micro-segmentation allows us to secure each virtual machine, and so you want to protect each VM and what's happening inside that VM with its own security policy. And that's what East-West security is all about. Uh, there is also an approach uh, that adds on to this that understands through machine learning what the known proper behavior of the applications in a virtual machine is. And when there is a deviation from the behavior, uh, then those get flagged and then remediation happens in an automated fashion. Uh, to give you an example, if an application typically uses five network ports, right, and then sometimes suddenly it starts to use a sixth or a seventh network port, then you know that is not normal behavior. There's probably an exfiltration of some data that's happening. So you would want to flag that kind of behavior. The only way you can do this at scale is to have machine learning techniques and AI techniques learn the normal behavior of an application and then spot deviations from that behavior when those happen. So this is another way in which East-West security gets protected. So protecting East-West security becomes super critical in a cloud context when you don't control the underlying infrastructure. And so these are some of the things that uh, developments that see happening in the industry. Uh, that's fascinating stuff there, Raghu. In fact, uh, when we hear about micro-segmentation, how is it that top-level security policies that organizations have to meet their uh, requirements, their business or compliance requirements or whatever, you, how do you implant and maintain that in a persistent manner at the application and workload level? How, how does that 
software defined approach really happen? What's the right way to do it? Yep, that's a great question. So the this is another difference between traditional security enforcement mechanisms like firewalls and what you need for east west. As you rightly point out, the scalability becomes enormous and so enforcing policy on an individual virtual machine basis or a firewall by firewall basis becomes impractical. But this is why you need a software-defined approach. In a software-defined network, all the network attributes can be controlled programmatically uh, through APIs and automation. And what you can therefore do is specify policies and rules um, at a user level, at a VM level, at an application level, and ensure those policies are at a group level, and ensure those policies are automatically translated into programmatic controls that are enforced at the firewall or at the VM level, right? So to give you an example, you could say only marketing people are allowed to access these marketing applications. And that could be a very simple policy stated in one sentence effectively, right? But enforcing it across hundreds of thousands of virtual machines, knowing which virtual machine represents a marketing application and which user access represents a marketing user, that becomes a very complicated activity. And then matching up those two programmatically and doing it in an automated fashion, that's the role of software-defined security and programmatic enforcement of these policy rules. And that's a necessary part to completing the picture on each security. You not only need firewall enforcement at each VM or container level, but you also need this policy enforcement mechanism. And like you pointed out, policy enforcement mechanism has to be global. It cannot be one for the private cloud and one for AWS and one for Azure or one for Google, etc. You got to have a global view of the policy. And this, again, is a problem that gets complicated in a multi-cloud world. And uh, having a global policy layer is something that becomes super critical. Uh, you mentioned a couple of things in the past few minutes. You mentioned ML. You mentioned uh, automation. So, what are what role are these technologies or these capabilities playing in the cloud today? And are they already here in the data center, or is this something that the industry is looking forward to? So, these are some of the areas where we have been pioneering. VMware as a company has been pioneering new approaches and. Uh, they are relatively recent, I would say, in the last year. We introduced micro-segmentation probably about uh, four years ago, five years ago. And now there are other uh, vendors that are trying to implement uh, some variants of the same thing. Public cloud vendors, of course, have, uh, are trying to build some similar capabilities as well. Using machine learning and AI is even more recent, and there is uh, uh, pretty much a plethora of uh, use cases in which machine learning and AI are being applied to solve security problems. VMware's approach, like I mentioned earlier, is to understand what the known good state of an application is, and then, again, using uh, machine learning techniques, and then understand deviations from that. That, again, is a relatively new approach because the industry, by and large, is focused on spotting new threats as they come along, and new actors, and new uh, vulnerabilities, if you will, as opposed to understanding what the known proper behavior is. And that's a relatively new approach. You know, when it comes to automating and using software-driven approach to identify something like this, uh, going forward, how does the role of the security practitioner change with respect to the cloud? I mean, what uh, kind of things is machine learning and automation good for and where does the human intervention and the that cognitive element come in? What is the balance? So machine learning or AI can assist in helping extract signal from noise, but in order to definitively establish that the signal is malicious and a certain kind of remediation has to happen, human expertise is required. 
and that happens that intervention happens i would say at two points in time one is in setting up the policy and setting up the automation and setting up the uh, tuning the machine learning if you will to identify these uh, either the known good behavior or um, identify uh, tune your filters and then secondly when uh, exceptions happen very often human intervention is required in order to deal with these exceptional situations so the role of security practitioners do not change they get yet another set of tools in their tool bag to do their jobs better and in some ways in a less tedious fashion but uh, the more important aspects of a security team's role in establishing the proper behavior establishing proper policies educating both application developers as well as end users all of those things do not change all right great so a last question for you raghu you're a thought leader in this space uh, so what are some of the areas uh, that you see that are you know up and coming that excite you or uh, give you concern as far as security in the cloud is concerned what can our audience what can security practitioners prepare for yeah so it used to be that the perception was hey you cannot go to the cloud because it is not secure the reality is the cloud offers a better way to implement security than many traditional approaches and that change in perception while serious practitioners certainly understand it it is not widely understood and certainly it's not widely understood by people in the it space that are not day to day security folks so i would say you're going to see a dramatic change as people understand the benefits of being able to do security using the cloud meaning very significant compute power the ability to use machine learning and ai at scale and the ability to have a global view across multiple clouds you will see um fairly significant advancements in how customers want to use the cloud to improve their security posture either on premise or on the device or in the cloud itself regardless of where the security needs to be enforced and then secondly this approach of instrumenting collecting vast number of signals and reasoning over them will become the default way by which uh, or the dominant design if you will uh, by which security products get built and you're already seeing many many examples of that we certainly do that uh, both on our device uh, and user security offerings as well as in our application and infrastructure security offerings other participants in the industry do that as well at scale and so you will see this becoming a standardized pattern if you will the third is as a consequence of all of this you will see more and more consolidation happening in the security industry and two things as actually one is at the infrastructure level we refer to this as intrinsic security and this is part of vmware's approach because we are sitting underneath all of the applications that are happening and all the network that passes through we are in a better place to collect all of these signals uh, that i talked about earlier and reason over these signals and enforce better security so intrinsic security is going to be an important part of the industry going forward not just from us but from other platform providers and then secondly because the security industry is turning out to be one based on data and learning you will see more and more consolidation in the set of tools by the way from a business perspective uh, cios are tired of having hundreds of tools in order to enforce security in fact that is the only category in which there is a massive amount of tool proliferation that has happened and continues to happen and so you'll start to see consolidation there from a technical basis the reason for the consolidation will be being able to collect signals from more and more endpoints and sensors if you will and from a business basis or a customer basis it is important to be able to collect all of these and present a centralized view of the security threats or the correction and so you'll see a lot more consolidation happen in the industry 
Thanks so much for your insight and your time today. I enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, great conversation. Thanks for hosting me. My pleasure. So that was Raghu Raguram, who's CEO of Products and Cloud Services at VMware. For ISMG, this is Varun Haran. Thanks for listening.